Okay, yes, what's going on everybody? TJ here from Rugby Muscle and today I'm going to outline just why rugby players benefit from adding muscle. A question that nobody actually ever asked, but definitely something that's worth exploring. It's also worth exploring why maybe gaining muscle isn't a great idea. So a lot of people think when it comes to gym training for rugby that it's all about gaining size, gaining muscle, getting as big as possible. And with good reason, right? Like we know it's not the be all and end all, and we'll get to that a little bit later on. But we look at the pros who play rugby and all of them pretty much are jacked. All of them have a good deal of muscle. Even when you see successful players at lower levels, quite often it's going to be the jacked guys. Um there's a business that you're watching right now or a YouTube channel that you're watching right now. It's called Rugby Muscle. There's a reason I named it that. It's because that's what a lot of people associate with going to the gym training better to be a better rugby player. It's the base of the rugby physical preparation pyramid that you can see here. And so what is it about carrying all this muscle like that actually makes you a better player? Why are all um, professional rugby players and successful rugby players carrying a decent bit of muscle? Let's get into that, shall we? Okay, so I'll start with the like easily the most obvious thing, and that is going to be the collisions um, that you have in a game of rugby. Like the multiple collisions that you are basically required or forced to have in a game. We're looking at tackles, we're looking at rucks, we'll throw scrums in there too. Rugby is a contact sport, a collision-based sport, and the more muscle you have, the more weight you're going to have behind each collision. Now, it's not just weight. Because it was just weight, everyone would just be bigger and bigger and bigger, and the biggest team in the world would be the best team in the world. And you could argue maybe that is the case with the South Africans, but you know it isn't just the, it isn't just sheer weight because we're also looking at force. So with muscle, it, muscle contracts, which creates speed and power, which means you're going to be generating more force into contact. It's not just you know being as fat as possible or being as having as much weight behind every collision as possible. It's about creating as much force as you can behind each collision now the more force you can apply the more you're going to be, be able to manipulate your opponent into the direction that you want and hence wins that win the collision right so if you want to shove them backwards or you want to shove them off to the side the more force you can apply to pushing them in that direction you know the more likely you are to knock them in that direction there are also obviously technical and tactical elements to collisions for example the way Ch Cheslin Colby will handle a collision will be different to a bigger guy because Colby will basically use his other abilities to take collisions on his terms, putting the opponent in a weak spot, you know, putting some footwork in and winning a collision that way. You know, it's not that he's purely, you know, out, out strengthening an a strength. He's, he's not purely out muscling an opponent, but he's putting them on their ass because he's put them off balance and then he can manipulate them. So, I'll get that into that even more detailed in a second, but basically the more muscle that you have, essentially the more wiggle room you have on the technical and tactical aspects of those collisions. So, for example, if Colby's step doesn't quite go right, if he's against a big player, there's a good chance he's going to lose that collision to someone that, um, or to that bigger person. But if a bigger player step doesn't go quite right, you know, they, they still might be able to get around it. You know, like a, a Manu Tuolangi, for example, might not have as good a step as Colby, but he'll win as many collisions because uh, his, you know, because of the sheer force behind his step. And, and he doesn't need to off balance the opponent as much because he's got that much more muscle to generate that much more force to be able to have that much more wiggle room. You know, it's almost like that phrase that, you know, hard work doesn't beat talent or hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard strength beats 
skill when skill isn't at the max. And then even if skill isn't at the max, strength gives you even that much more wiggle room. So it's all about more force that is generated by the muscle that you can be had, can generate much better collisions, much more favorable circumstances. And obviously I've said that muscle contracts, which creates the force, you know, which combined with the weight is, is really good for your collisions. But in addition to that, like that force gives you more strength potential or that weight or the muscle gives you strength potential. So whilst strength and muscle are not quite the same, they are really, really, really closely related. You know, I'm not going to give you a science lecture here, but essentially there's two ways, um, to gain strength. One is to increase the efficiency of your muscle. So have each neuron firing better and better and better, more efficiently. Um, you know, the way that weight class athletes have to get stronger whilst not actually growing muscle, they will have more efficient muscle. And obviously the other way to get stronger is to actually have more muscle. So then you've got, you know, they don't have to be as efficient, but because you've got more muscle fiber, you're able to generate more force. So for rugby, really, we kind of want both, right? We don't want just someone to um, build really efficient muscle because if you could build the most efficient muscle in the world, but if you don't have the size, your potential is still, as you can see from this graph, going to be limited, right? So even this person who's maxed out, maxed out their strength potential, they've only focused on strength. They've gone really high. They're really efficient muscle, but they still have a smaller muscle than the person that's focused on strength and size. We'll look at that in a sec. So, you know, you look at all these athletes that are actually pretty jacked, even the best lifters in the world, even like the weight class performing athletes are still going to be jacked. They still want to um, build as much muscle as they can. Look at the fighting sports as well. There's a reason that, um, you know, sometimes you'll see uh, weight class athletes actually go up in weight and perform better. And that's because with that extra size becomes even more strength and they're able to handle themselves a bit better, fuel themselves even better. And there's a lot more complexities that go into that. But just for, to give you a general idea, it is, it is definitely a mixture of both. And we're not even capped by weight classes in rugby. So why would you not want to build more muscle? Here you're looking at the um, increase of efficiency, um, making it bigger, and then increasing the um, uh, efficiency and then speed again, right? So, you know, what you've got to understand here is that like this person isn't just, you know, in the in this example above, they're only focused on their strength. In the example below, they've spent their first bit of time focusing on just on size. They've still got stronger because um, it's very difficult to actually just get bigger without actually getting stronger. You'll still experience some strength um, gain. And then they've got bigger, like disproportionately bigger, and then they focus on really maximizing that um, size and being as efficient as they can in, and, and as strong as they can with that higher body weight, with that higher muscle mass. So a real smart periodized strength program is actually going to make a big difference when you're looking at what sort of size you want to gain on. Hi guys, I just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete, then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies. That is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions, the physique nutrition crash course video series, the supplement guide, and newly added is a macro calculator. Yes, that's right, a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein, carbs, fat, and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to start your diet from. This will help in conjunction with your 53 conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete. 
All that stuff and more can be found at rugby-muscle.com or rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown. Um, whereas if you're looking at the you know bigger being better for collisions, people might say, why not just get bigger and bigger and bigger because you're still going to gain um, some strength along with that size. It's the same reason that being fat isn't just good for collisions, right? Uh, muscle is never going to be as inefficient as fat, but without good strength work and, and good um, efficiency of your muscles, um, it is going to make other things hard, right? It's not just a case of getting as big as possible. It is a case of getting as big and strong as possible. Now, there are, you know, it's very much a minutia thing because it's overplayed because you look at big bodybuilders. They'll also still be really strong, but they're just not working their strength. So small combination of both, and that's going to really get you onto a good um it put you into a good place. So muscle is great because it gives you the potential to do all these things that we've outlined here. And all these things obviously are massively beneficial for you at rugby. Just by putting size on, you have a great potential to, to produce all of these better outcomes. So for example, agility, muscle contracts, which is going to give you the better potential to react and step uh, in a direction that you want. Remember, agility and, and stepping ability is putting uh, is applying force into the ground and propelling your body into the direction that you want to go. Speed, very much the same thing. The muscle can apply force to the ground and it's going to propel you uh, upwards and forwards in a faster rate. Um, if you watch the Olympics, like none of those guys were skinny. Um, and the guy, Jacobs, the Italian who who won the 100 meters at, at Beijing, Beijing, the 100 meters at Tokyo, he was jacked you know he's he was a big dude and and there's a reason that all the fastest athletes in the world have some muscles because they've got like to apply that force into the ground so you've got to build a decent base um speaking of building a decent base injury protection is going to allow you to train better but it's also going to take the strain off the joints it's going to almost give you some extra padding to take collisions better um it's going to you know really having a good base of musculature just allows you to protect all your joints and, and, and be in a good place to avoid injuries and an endurance might be clutching at straws a little bit but i do believe that this does work that you know you're, you're storing muscle glycogen in the muscles themselves so you're able to get your store more fuel and hopefully you know not um peter out in a game of rugby which has got a lot of intensity you'll be able to last the game a little bit longer you'll be able to store a lot more glycogen within those muscles themselves You'll also have more strength reserve if you're stronger for everything. If you've got that bigger muscle that you're not, you know, putting yourself out 100% for every single collision, maybe um, you've just got that much more reserve that you're you're you know, working in the lower percentages and therefore can, again, have more endurance for the game. Maybe I'm clutching at shores there, but I do think that that is definitely, there is something to that. So muscle plays a crucial role in all of these, but obviously it's not just a case of more equals better. Too much muscle and weight is going to inhibit you. It's going to inhibit agility because if you're trying to step and you've got to move all this weight that's heading in one direction, you've got to move it into another direction. Maybe there is a point where being too muscular is going to inhibit your ability to be uh, uh, to, to step. It's also going to inhibit your ability to you know um, express speed. Same thing, right? Because rather than the the weight moving you in a different direction that white that weight is going with gravity and it's the friction of the ground because you've got more sheer weight pushing you down it's just that much more harder to generate the speed and to become faster for injury protection uh 
the bigger weights means that bigger forces are going to go through those joints. So that could be a reason that those you know, you've got more chance to get injured. Um, the tissue might not be uh, the, the connective tissue might not be prepared. So you, there, there is a there are a hypothesis here that we're putting the joints more at strain. Um, and then for endurance. Of course, if you're out of shape and heavy, then you're just making yourself do extra work. You're, you're um, almost, if bigger you are, the more weight, sheer weight you're carrying. So imagine just put, uh, carrying around a weighted vest. It makes endurance that much harder, right? So if you've got too much useless muscle, it's the reason like marathon runners don't carry a lot of extra muscle because they sheer, they, you know, they want to make sure that they're, uh, uh, they're as efficient as possible so you don't want to carry that extra weight so it obviously can hinder your endurance so what's the conclusion to all this i think for me it's that muscle gives you the potential to do everything better pretty much but only really the potential so um in my mind that's actually perfectly fine because uh when you consider how slowly it takes to grow decent muscle you know it's a really 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 long game Outside of that first year or so that comes fairly easily, um, or that first decent chunk of muscle that you, you, you can add to your frame quite easily, once you hit the intermediate or advanced stage, you'll be lucky to gain a kilo or so of muscle like every three months. That would be doing really well. You'd be gaining four to five kilos a year. That's phenomenal progress for an intermediate or an advanced lifter. Think about um, you know going from 80 to 90 kilos of just pure muscle. That's huge. And to do that over two years, that would be amazing. And it certainly is possible if someone's doing it really well. Um, how this can be achieved is actually a huge scope to sort of answer. So rather than give you like one sort of sort of program or something to go down, I'll put a link in the description below to the series, how to gain size. I'll put the whole playlist below. Um, and that's a four part video series, I believe, where I guide you through exactly um, what you need to consider when it is when you are trying to gain size for rugby. Again, that'll be in the links below. Um, and if you want the express pass, if you want to just go and pack on as much muscle as you can um, and follow a year-round program where you're building efficient muscle, but you're also training all the other aspects of rugby that you want to train, check out Team Rugby Muscle in the links below. Um, if you found this video helpful or informative, or if you have any questions, please, please, please comment below or just comment below for the algorithm really does help out the channel. If you're new, um, subscribe and of course, like, give it a thumbs up, um, notifications. And again, one more time, I'm going to say it again, comment below. It really, really, really does help out. If you've made it all the way to the end, let me know what you think. Let me know if this has helped and I'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode of the Robbie Muscle Podcast, then I've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request. All I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback, but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class shank condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. 
Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.